that there are some people in this world that did not tune in to the Alliance Vlog Podcast. Shame on you! Shame on you! My name is Ella Indy and I'm one half of the NWA Women's World Tag Team Champion. And I'm Kizzy Page, the other half of the NWA World Women's Tag Team Champion. And you better go listen to the Alliance Vlog, what is it called? Podcast, period! You're ugly. Hey guys, check this out. I am officially now sponsored by Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink made to give you focus with no crash. If you guys are like me, you're always needing a burst of energy, especially with one with no crash. Dubby contains vitamins, amino acids, a nootropic, and 150 milligrams of caffeine. It keeps me awake with no jitters, guys. Check it out. Merch link is in the bio. Dubby. You already know who it is. The radioactive pop, Danny Lama, United Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. Make sure you tune into the Alliance Vlog every week. You heard it here first. Straight from Bobby. Are you ready? Power. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I'm building an alliance. God bless the internet. Okay, let's party. It's showtime. It's time for the Alliance Guys podcast with your hosts Kevin Frazier, Jaden, DKM, and Jay Cal. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Alliance Guys podcast presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com, your number one source for news and information for the National Wrestling Alliance. My name is Jay Cal, and with me, of course, are my compadres. One would be Jaden, the other would be DKM. How are you, gentlemen? Jaden, how are you doing today? You see what shirt I'm wearing? Yeah, dog, I see. Because I'm part of that dog pack. I got that dog in me. Arr, arr. Don't ever do that again. Yeah. I don't, hey, you know what? I don't promise nothing. If, if you loved us, you would never do that again. <laughs> Who said I loved anybody? Your wife. Kids, I I didn't look. I didn't say I didn't love them. I said who said I did. Well, we're telling you. Yeah, they snitched on you. Oh, son of a bitch! So not what's good? Fault. Not our fault. What's good, gentlemen? The opposite of bad. Oh, yes. the opposite of the NWA. Hey, wait a minute now. I I actually thought that this week was a pretty good episode, and and, and you did not. I did not, and I can't wait to talk about it. And it's probably going to make you more mad than anybody when I talk about it, Jay. Uh, you know, I don't think that you'll make me mad. I'm, I'm, I'm curious though. Like, uh, uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it in just a few minutes. But um, the NWA. Uh, I want to wait a few minutes because we still, uh, you know, still people are popping in the chat, and I don't want to, uh, to uh, get too far along without them. <laughs> what's that? Real quick. What's that red W behind you? The red top w. shelf. Of your this W one? collection. This one? Yes. This is the uh, Galaxy Grenade. I actually like this one. The only one that I'm not a fan of is not up here, and that's like the Dragonade. I don't like the Dragonade. But the uh, Jitterless, uh, I'm sorry, the Galaxy Grenade is is a good flavor. And uh, If you had to describe what it tastes like, what would you say? 
Um, it's kind of got a mixture of everything. Like, uh, well, the what it says it is is watermelon, guava, and lime. That's an interesting combination. Yeah, it's it's not bad. The Dragonade one is it. The Dragonade one tastes like it would be good with like an iced tea. Like if you used iced tea instead of water to mix it, because it's very um has that very lemonade kind of flavor, but not in a good way for me, anyways. <laughs> If it's dragon fruit, I just do not like dragon fruit. I, yeah, stay I, away from it then. I think it is dragon fruit. Yeah, I, I don't think I would. I was never a dragon fruit fan. It always looks cool, but it just is. Yeah, this is the one that I was telling you about that I like is the uh, the big energy tears, and it's a blend of the finest blue raspberries. This one's very good. And then um, my the one that I kind of my staple is the uh, beach and peach. This one's not even opened yet. And then the last one that I just bought that I haven't opened yet either is the um, is the Cal Calio cream, which is like a mango orange cream, which sounded really good to me. But I have not uh, cracked that one open yet either. I believe the one I had was the peach one, and I did like that one. It was good. Yeah. Uh, we got some buddies in the chat. Jeremy's here. Sam Retro's here. Luthez is here. Luthez will be joining us in St. Louis. I think – but that's kind of cheating because Lou lives out that way. Yeah. What, what was what was that? Did you live on that way? Count if you live there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look, look. If the NWA were ever to come out to California, perhaps with the Smashing Pumpkins, I'm going to do everything I can to be there. Uh, I know that the uh, tickets went on sale for the the show in Irvine at the Five Points uh, Amphitheater in Irvine, California, which is about an hour. And 10 minutes away from my house, I plan to go to that event. They have a show in Vista, California, which is down towards San Diego. I won't be going to that one. And then there's a, there's a show in San Bernardino Highland, California, at the Yamahamahama Theater. And I kind of want to go there, but I think I have something else going on that day. So I'll, I'll get to at least one of them, hopefully. When they come into Philly, the birthplace... Of the modern NWA. You know, I think they are going to Philly. In fact, I think they're going to Philly right right before uh, the NWA anniversary show. Let me look real quick. I'll, I'll let you know. Because I believe they're going to, like, a part of New Jersey that doesn't exist, like the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. What's that static sound? Oh, I moved. Yeah, sorry. That was my fault. I moved the microphone. I have been told that I'm not allowed to put the microphone right near the camera anymore. So, uh, let's see. August the 11th, they're at the Yamava Theater. August 13th, they're in New Mexico. 15th, they're in Texas. 16th, they're in Arkansas. Let's fast forward a little bit. North Carolina. Holmdale, New Jersey on the 24th. The 25th, they're at the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion. Um Wow, like I said, don't go to Philly. Yeah, they go to uh, the part of New Jersey nobody wants to go to. The PC. Wait a minute, are, you saying, are you saying there's a part of New Jersey people want to go to? Yes, there's actually many parts of New Jersey people want to go to. Homdale is definitely not one of them. I haven't heard of any of the others. People would rather go to Camden, and I should tell you something. Yes. <laughs> that, that It's very, very bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see uh, 
I don't see unless maybe this site just doesn't have it. I, I'm on uh, seatgeek.com. Maybe they don't have it uh, listed, but uh, you know, I'm looking I at looked all. And I didn't see it either, so I assume they're not going to Philly because you know Philly, even though it's the unofficial birthplace of the modern NWA, um, it's not very NWA friendly for some reason. Not since Jim Cracker Promotions. Yeah, really, wonder why. Anyway. Did something happen specifically that you can think of? Yeah. Philadelphia people. Well, that's true. Where, where, what city did Shane Douglas throw the belt in? Was that Philly? That was Philly. Uh, that's what started it. No. No. Uh, even when ECW was part of the NWA, there was a lot of, there was a very vocal anti NWA crowd at the time. And while Carluzzo did very, very well in New Jersey and North Jersey and New York and other parts, um, the Philly was not his best drawing area. Pennsylvania wasn't his best drawing area. I mean, for for years and years and years, because, you know, I'm older than the country, uh, Philly sports fans have always been... Fickle, they're fickle assholes. assholes. Yeah, I oh. think I think actually a DK is more accurate. <laughs> but then again, if you had to cheer for teams like the Eagles and the Phillies and the Flyers, you know you're going to be uh you're going to be less than kosher, you know, out there. By the way, um, Dave Scooby has officially invited you to an MLW event at some point. I w- would like to. There's a lot of wrestlers I like in MLW. I don't always like MLW. There's a lot of wrestlers I like in MLW. The so other like, who wants to go, I'd go with them. Oh, there it is. Uh, we just made a love connection, guys. Um, and I mean that in the most sincere way. Uh, MLW is now going to be covered by the other alliance guys now that the apparently the NWA is not uh, broadcasting USA. Um, and it, what's interesting about that, and, and it's kind of something I wanted to talk about anyways, is that you know for so many weeks, so many months, uh, really, since uh, uh, the beginning of the year, USA kind of launched uh, on on um, Power, excuse me, on a, the NWA YouTube channel as not so much an alternative to Power, but um, enhancement content, I guess, ancillary content, if you will. Uh, and this was a little bit different because unlike the previous attempts to add, add additional content like TV shows, this was original content. This was new stuff. Uh, you know, if you look at the NWA over the, throughout the years under the Lightning One era, you had NWA High Voltage, which were uh, single matches from the past. You had the NWA Circled Squared, which was new content, but basically uh, uh, talent like uh, tryout matches almost. It was kind of like the NWA's version of NXT. And then uh, there was uh, the uh, Shockwave, NWA Shockwave, which was just a repackage of the matches that took place on the primetime live, those NWA theme matches. And every one of those programs only lasted just a few weeks before they faded into obscurity. USA had been around for, I, I think, almost over a year, right? I don't remember exactly how long that was around, but it, 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 it's petered out as of late. And, uh, you know, they recently filmed, um, they had a TV taping in uh in Chicago, and and there's still been no new episodes of USA. Uh, DKM, 
Jaden, what do you think about that? It's obsolete. The whole reason USA was there was to grab viewers that they weren't getting in when they had the fight contract. And then when they were doing fight and then showing NWA later, it was still like first run content for somebody who didn't see the fight. You know, it gave them something. They don't need that anymore. In fact, it's more distracting. I remember watching USA. I liked the first episode a lot. I kind of liked the second episode. Hated the third episode. Gave it to the fourth before I gave it out. Gave it up. And from everybody's reports, well, actually from your reports and and the other Lions guys' reports, I got out. I got out quickly and was the smartest one out of the group. I think there was there there was merit to it because it did give um, opportunity for other things to happen that necessarily didn't have to be on power. I think the problem, though, is that um, trying to come up with so much original content with so few shooting days. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, again, a company like Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and its sister promotions like Memphis Wrestling and Derby City Wrestling, they're filming like, you know, one day a month. And that provides them four weeks of content. And then they're back shooting again. And if they don't have uh, another TV taping uh, scheduled, they don't have new content for the following week. And it like the uh, NWA, you know, I don't, you could say smart or stupid, depending on which side of the spectrum you are. I mean, obviously, I think it saves money by having all that talent on a Monday and Tuesday that they don't typically would work an indie show. Uh, so it's good for the talent. And uh, when those shows air over the next six to eight weeks, um, you know, talent is being cycled on television, even though that they're, maybe have commitments elsewhere, but at the same time, like, uh, like we saw with Matt Cardona an injury happens and then what the whole show gets kind of wonky and you're billing matches that definitely aren't going to happen. Or when somebody gets signed to a different wrestling promotion, you know, uh, Taya Valkyrie still had matches when she was winning the, uh, the, uh, uh, impact, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The impact tag team title. She won the tag team titles, while she was still appearing on NWA programming. So it's just a little uh, wonky, if you will. Yeah, that's, again, I'm a DK, I'll let you go in a second, but that's exactly why this schedule is bad. The only reason this schedule works is if you're not making any money or you're not willing to spend any money. Otherwise, it's bad all around for both creatively and for value of television. Uh, yes, movies and stuff shoot well, well, well in advance. But they have production values and well script writers and things that are actually designed to know what's going on. I don't believe Billy Gorgon knows what the hell is going on during a particular taping. DK, what do you think? Well, it's hard to disagree with you on that. But, I mean, to get the core of it, yeah, I don't know that USA is necessary. They keep hinting that they're supposed to have some big announcement. Or outright stating they're supposed to have some big announcement. But it's also kind of stated not all the T's are crossed and I's dotted. So if that's the case, then there's not there's no promise of anything. And uh, but right, USA was developed to sell power. And you know, I don't know how it worked there, but you know, that's what its original promise, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but power was still behind the pay window when USA came right. to the came to YouTube. So I felt like it was the the idea, at least, was to put it on YouTube, to put a content, a show on YouTube that was free, 
again, they tried to drive that membership subscriptions to fight. If, if you believe the rumors, and I have no idea if this is true or not, but it's, I mean, it sounds plausible. If you believe the rumors, when they originally signed with Fight, Fight, they were exclusive. That's why all the content came down off YouTube. I don't buy that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying what it was. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. That's what I think they were. That's the narrative they were pushing, but I don't think that and, was. The- and so then the, again, depending on who you listen to, who you believe, and I'm, I'm talking about websites out there that are legitimate or mostly legitimate, you know. And then they said that, well, either it was renegotiated or something. And then that's when it was like, we can put USA, we can put USA content out there. And then was, was it just power was behind the paywall or did they already move power to coming out a couple days later? No, yeah. Well, so so power always was it was always in the paywall for first run. Yeah. And then and then they would uh so for Tuesdays, power was behind the pay window, and then USA was free on Saturdays. They also had power uh would be available on Fridays uh after it aired on the on the fight first. Yeah, but that wasn't originally that way. I believe BK is right. It was Behind the pay window at first, that the adding of power came later, if I remember. Well, yeah, USA was always free. USA was never behind yeah. the pay window. But when, yeah. I, I think there was a period of time when you could not get you you could get USA, but you still could not get power. On gotcha. Yes. Uh, and I, I think I, at that time, USA's purpose was to sell the power show. Yes. So. Here's a small sample of what you can remember. It ran about 20 minutes, 25 to 30 minutes. And so it was like, here's a small sample of what you can get if you get power. And then they kind of, a little while after that, then they added power on replay. And then, you know, of course, they finally took it out from behind the paywall and, and everything, I I think the biggest mistake they made is when they went to the subscription. I don't think it sold the way they thought it was going to. And, uh, you know, for the pay-per-views and everything. And, uh, you know, so that's when they kind of came out. I still don't. So, yeah, I, I don't know that USA is needed right now. I don't think they have a taping schedule to justify USA. Uh, do you do you think that um, part of the reason why we don't have USA is because of this this rumor that they keep talking about? Uh, Jamming Music Man kind of alluded to it. Is there supposed to be a new NWA show? Um, you know, they talked about going. Uh, Billy has kind of said that there's a big announcement that's coming. Billy right. has mentioned that. Uh, that's why I said. That's why I said at the beginning. They've yeah. been, They've been hinting and then almost outright stating that there's a big announcement coming. And, you know, the the line I saw somewhere on Twitter was they're waiting for all the, you know, T's to be crossed and I's to be dotted. And my comment to that is until all the T's are crossed and I's are dotted, then we don't know if anything's really coming or not. And so, 
I mean, we'll see. It sounded, you know, the hints are that they may show up on a major streaming service. So the question is, what's major? <laughs> well, let's let's talk about that. You know, uh, Jaden has a background in film and television. Uh, you know, I, I do respect both of your guys' opinion. That's why you're on the show. But what do you consider a, a major streaming network? I, I, I think the, you know, the only one that has a, a brand name is Netflix and chill, right? I mean, that's kind of like a, you don't really hear about Disney plus and, and fuss and, you know, well, I mean, Amazon Prime and Lime and... you know, you like star Wars and Disney, then you have Disney plus and, uh, Marvel too. Marvel. So, you know, you like DC and HBO stuff, then you have Max and Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Discovery stuff, you know, then you have Max. And if, uh, which is a merger between two different former streaming services. Yeah. Just like Paramount. <laughs> yeah. And that's soon to be Disney, I think. Yeah. So then that's another uh, discussion. If, if you like a place that sells, uh, you know, that, loses quite a bit of money right now. You like Netflix. And so. It's also prime time. Don't forget about prime time. And there's Apple TV, which has never been successful. Yeah. And so, so, you know, that's where you get, it's like, uh, there's Paramount. Right. Well, Paramount's rolled into max or rolling into max. Is it Paramount? No, hey, not Paramount. I'm sorry. Uh, Discovery. No, no, Discovery. Yeah, Paramount. But I don't. I mean, Paramount. I mean, my understanding is that Paramount's not the thing that successful. So, I mean, we know it's not Peacock because we know that relationship's exclusive. It's definitely fourth in the hierarchy, but it is probably more successful than people realize. So, so wait. So, so what are we saying is number one right now, based on pure viewership? It's still Netflix. In fact, everybody was worried about the Netflix pat sharing. They've been more profitable recently than they've been in a long time since they got rid of those those uh, password sharing uh, issues. So they're actually, for the first time in a while, maybe possibly making money again. And well, you know, they're not paying background actors, so of course, yeah. <laughs> and um, then Disney, probably based on the properties, I would give them number two. But they're losing money like crazy, apparently. Yes, but it's this, more this because the soul is losing money. Yeah, not necessarily the channel. It's Disney itself is losing money. That's why they're cutting back on a lot of things. Um, so so in my household, right? Uh, we do. We've we've had Netflix for years. Uh, we have Disney Plus. We have. Hulu. We have the package of Disney, Hulu, and ESPN. We also have Prime because my wife likes to shop, and we yeah. have Peacock because I like The Office, and uh, and we, we. My wife has Paramount because she likes all the weird shows that are on Paramount, the tattoo shows, and so like we have basically everything at this point. The only thing we don't have is Apple, and like I kind of want Apple because I hear a lot of good things about it. Apple's the uh, bastard child. Of uh, streaming right now, they've never been a big player. But they had that show, uh, Ted, Ted something, Ted uh, Bundy. Uh, 
Apple TV, Ted, Ted Lasso is like a big hit with him. It's, I think it's okay. won awards and stuff. Uh, it's one of the higher sought after, but you know, like as we're sitting here talking about it, like, um, unfortunately awards don't mean profitable. That's one of the, no, that's yeah. true. They had the first two seasons of, of Cobra Kai, which was also getting lots of awards and praise and they couldn't even keep it. No, that wasn't Apple. That was actually that. Believe it or not, that was a YouTube series. Oh yeah, that's right, YouTube. YouTube, because there was a streaming service for YouTube for a brief time, and also people forgot about there. Yahoo, for a brief time, had a streaming service. People forgot about Yahoo. Yeah, people forgot about, people Yahoo. forgot about Yahoo altogether. Yeah. Well, I guess what we're saying is Google's where it's at. Two turntables on a microphone. Turn the tables on a microphone. Well, but I mean, I, this is the whole deal. And this is like when I talk about, you know, I took some heat one time when I said, you know, streaming isn't TV. And it's not. And it's, it's streaming doesn't make money. And unfortunately, a lot of things that don't make money go to streaming. And I think a good example of that was like Sunday Ticket. When I when Sunday Ticket first came out, you know, on on DirecTV, which is what I had at the time, you had to pay extra for Sunday Ticket. And then, after a couple of years of that, they started giving it to you if you bought, uh, if you got something else. And then they just started giving it to you. And then it went to streaming. And, you know, so when, when it go when it goes from TV, cable, whatever, and then moves off to streaming, it means it's not making them money. And that's why they move it. They're hoping to get more eyes on it. But the truth is streaming doesn't make them money. And so, you know, everybody, like I said, everybody keeps talking, oh, streaming's the new way. Streaming's the way it goes. And I understand. I spend a lot of time now uh, surfing, you know, YouTube and stuff like that. But ultimately, if I want to watch a show, I'm more likely to watch it if it's on TV. I don't watch any TV. Yeah, I've been watching streaming now, and I'm going to say something very unpopular. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going to disagree with me and probably get all up in arms, but they're wrong, and because they don't know better. Um, streaming's like wrestling promotions. People's like, oh, it's great. We got. NWA, and we got Impact, and we got MLW, and we got Ring of Honor, kind of, and we got uh, WWE, and we got SmackDown and Raw and NXT, and we got uh, 17 shows on of, of AEW, and there's all this stuff. Wrestling doesn't need a lot of promotions, big promotions. Wrestling needs two, maybe three really good promotions. The problem is it don't even really have one. So what wrestling needs is three. Wrestling was always at its most valuable when there was three good promotions. WWF ruined that. <laughs> but we, if it would be a lot better if there was no NWA and MLW and Impact and stuff like that. And if we could even got the old Ring of Honor. If all of that just would have disappeared and conglomerated into one real promotion, then you could have had something worth fighting for. But there is those are no, there's not DQ views. These are mine. Got to change that wording on that one there. 
and you would do it, you don't agree with it, but it's there isn't enough right now. There isn't enough talent out there, and you can talk about all these indie darlings all you want. None of them, most of them, don't belong on TV. There's a lot of people on TV that don't belong on TV, but there is not enough good talent and good producers and good wrestling out there right now to have this many promotions trying to fight for scraps for WWE scraps and whatever AEW doesn't sign up. So, so okay, and, and I'm. I'm hearing you, and I, I don't know if I agree or disagree. I haven't had enough time to digest the material. But when you look at somebody like, uh, for example, through Billy Silas Mason, if there was no NWA, would he be working in the industry? He'd still be working somewhere, I'm sure. But you're saying, <laughs> you just said that there's only like three credible promotions, right? I meant big time promotions out there. There's no, there's no, actually, there's barely one okay. credible promotion right now. Oh, okay. But the problem I kinda, is. Because I look pro- at a guy, I, I look well, at a guy like Silas Mason and I say, you know what? This guy has a future in the business. And I don't think it's just the NWA. I think eventually he is going to put himself in a position where he's going to age himself or not age. That's not the right phrase. He's going to have the credibility to make that next step. Like the NWA essentially yeah. is going to be a stepping stool, whether it be impact or AEW or even WWE. Um, he's, going to, he's going to take that next step at some point. You're kind of making my point for me because there's not enough out there right now. The NWA can't hold on to any of these people. Well, and I, I think when this is my view, which may run alongside James, not saying there shouldn't be other wrestling promotions. Okay. Yeah, there should be wrestling promotions. There just I doesn't mean, need to be a bunch of pretenders pretending they're big time wrestling promotions. Yes. In other words, like promotions like Dog or, you know, uh, New Texas Pro in Houston or, you know, whatever. Something that kind of runs their area, does their thing, gives their people the experience of working in front of live crowds and stuff like that. But, those are always necessary. <clears throat> the, the problem are these. Not these promotions with delusions of grandeur. Yes. The, the ones that come out and they're kind of like, we could be one of the top. I mean, Billy flat out says that, you know, his goal is to be one of the top promotions. Tell him to open up his pocketbook and buy everything else. Right. But well, just open up his top pocketbook and spend it in the NWA. Uh, I feel, I think I feel like he doesn't want to take on an investor because he doesn't want to lose control. Yes, but it's basically what he says. How, however, he phrases it. What he's saying is, I don't want to take on an investor because I want to control everything. Yeah, because an investor, if somebody's trying to put his money in, it wouldn't have him run it. Nor should they if they were smart, and uh, they would bring in somebody that had. You know, real experience. Of course, most most investors are stupid, so they probably would let Billy run it. You know, or they bring in, or they bring in, um, bro, what's his name? Uh, Vince Russo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know, something like that, and you know, because they're idiots because they don't know anything about wrestling either, and so, but yeah, what you'd want, so, but yeah, he did, so he doesn't really want to spend his own money, and I don't know that I blame him. But that's if you don't, that's fine. And if you want to run it however you want to run it, that's fine. But then say that. 
just out like that. Go, you know what? I'm not going to go broke on this. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. It's and a vanity it, project. It's a toy for him. Right. You know, it's, it's he's Tony Khan on Wish. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, um, you know, living the dream of being able to book my own promotion. Okay. Well, I mean, whether I like it, like it or not, I mean, I can at least respect when somebody comes out and says that. You know, but you know, Jaden said they're like these delusions, and you know, where they say things like, "Oh, you know, we got this twenty-year plan to be," you know, in the top. I know you don't have a twenty-year plan. Nobody has a twenty-year plan. You might have a twenty-year goal. You might have a twenty-year vision, but you sure as hell don't have a twenty-year plan. I'm so, trying to get a twenty-year-old girlfriend. Real quick, I'm, I'm, I want to. I'm single I, now. I can have a twenty-year-old girl. You, you both can, okay? Um, but just make sure she's not the same person. Real quick, um, I'm also on Instagram Live right now, and a friend of the show, Anthony Idol, happened to be has happened to watch right now, and he has the comment that he says the NWA needs something akin to the TNA Impact Zone for tapings. It could be done in two locations aside from local or spot shows, Vegas and Center Stage, for example. Uh, I, you know, I think that would help with the with the tenants over the long term. But I mean, one of the things that we saw when they did have a a, a a a regular taping venue, like right now, they're essentially they have uh, the Skyline Studios in Nashville. That's like their home right now. Before that, their home was the Georgia Public Broadcasting Studios. That was kind of like their home. Um, and then they do, kind of moved to Chicago too. Well, and that's kind of like where their spot shows. And so, like, you know, they're, they're doing St. Louis uh, for their pay-per-views at the Chase, which we're going to talk about that in a, a few minutes. But then you also look at the numbers, uh, you know, they're, they're going back to Nashville for the TV tapings. Um, and, and that's probably for the best because we saw how the attendance dwindled after the pay-per-views uh, cool. at the first time they went to the Chase at the 73rd. So, well, um, I think I would say two things. I would say they need two things when it comes to their TV tapings. And it can be summed up in one word. They need exactly. consistency. Sure. They need to consistently tape somewhere so that it looks professional. You know, instead of looking like, well, we just set this up because, you know, we were here this weekend. Which, I mean, be honest, their Chicago tapings look like they're... St. Louis tapings look like and everything. So, so one thing they need is a consistent place to tape. And I mean, basically, it should be set up, stay set up, run a school out of it, something. And th that should be where they always, always tape their shows. And then the second thing they need is a consistent taping schedule. Yes. So that they always know and they can adapt. I would never take more than four shows in a row. We've even said in the past places that take four shows in a row, you know, had some of the problems we were talking about. You know, Dave Mar Marquez with uh, NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and then just Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and all that. You know, he taped, you know, four shows normally, didn't he? I mean, that's kind yeah. of hard. You do three to four shows per afternoon of TV taping. Right. And, you know, there are times that there would be a person who was on those four and 
you know, kind of like you said, for whatever reason, things didn't work out and they wouldn't make the next taping and then they're gone for four, you know, four episodes. And then, you know, maybe they came back, maybe they didn't, um, you know, they kind of had feuds that would end in the middle. And, and this isn't a shot day, please, please don't misunderstand. What I'm saying is that anytime you take really more than two shows in a row, you, you run risk. And the more you tape in, I mean, look what they did when Nick Aldis won the number one contendership and then they stripped him of it. And it seemed to be like part of the storyline going into it. But then they had nothing in the can and didn't bring in or record anything to redo that. And so, and uh, we did not win the Impact Championship. And, uh, and probably won't now for a little while, at least. Rumors are he's going somewhere. Oh, well. That was definitely, from what I'm told, that was definitely, there was never, him winning was never on the odds. It was just a short time stopgap. It was it was used to put over uh, 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 Alex Shelley. I think initially it was going to be used to put over uh, Steve Macklin, but I think Steve Macklin got hurt. And so they went with Alex Shelley, right? I mean, wasn't Steve Macklin? It was um, Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander, yeah. Well, no, Josh Alexander got hurt. Steve Macklin won it. Then Steve Macklin got hurt. Yeah, and I don't know if he got hurt before or after he lost the title, but Macklin got injured, and so they yeah. had to go. With- well, I would assume it was either before or during, and that's why they went with the title change. Yeah. Yes, because uh, they certainly seem to be setting up Macklin versus Aldous, and then I was surprised when he lost the title. They, there's all I saw the other day. Uh, Mickey was on Twitter and she put, Who's the stooge? and I don't know what that was in reference to, but then that popped up around the same time that there was talk that Aldous was heading to the WWE. Of course, we talked a little bit about this on Tuesday. Uh, the rumor, the speculation is that he's heading in a non in ring role, uh, a backstage producer. So, uh, you know, he he's a very talented guy, uh, you know. The NW, excuse me, the WWE has a lot of success with using former NWA world champions as producers and agents. I mean, right now, right now, Adam Pierce is working behind the scenes and in front of the camera. Abyss is working behind the scenes, and uh, all this would be another addition. Carino. Oh yeah, Carino. I, I think Carino's mostly in NXT and uh, the Performance Center, but yeah, absolutely. That's um, where all. That's where the other two started, if I'm not mistaken. I know Pierce started uh, at, at the uh, Performance Center, but I don't know about Abyss. I, I don't know for sure. Um, let's get to some comments in the chat. because yeah, I, I, I think they started everybody in the Performance Center. I, I think that's pretty standard. Yeah, I think that is standard where they start you there. Whether you stay there long is a different story, but I think they start you there just to get your feet wet so you know what's you know the lay of the land. Right, and in the early days, they started you there so you could work with Dusty, which is what they wanted. Well, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to work with Dusty? Okay. Uh, Sam Retro says the best era of the USA was the junior heavyweight tournament. I don't think there's any argument there that was exciting. It gave the show a purpose, um, you know, and they, they even mentioned during that time that that would be the home of the national championship, which never really kind of came to fruition. Um, that kind of went out the window uh, almost immediately uh, when when Sam when uh, Chris Adonis lost the belt to uh, Crimson Mayweather. Uh, that belt wasn't really defended on USA either. Uh, 
And then uh, think it's barely if anyone else had it. I mean, um, Adonis had it. Yeah. You were saying, DK? I said, do you think they'll ignore the title for 75? Ignore the titles? The national title. No, they. in fact, uh, we have news about that. We'll get to in just a few minutes. Uh, right. But there will be a Did decision. I miss something on the show? Huh? Did I miss something on the show? No, this was not announced so far on television. This was announced on the internet. Um, Jamming Music Man said, oh, uh, Luthez says, I, w- I just wish the NWA could find a model, whatever that is, that lasts more than a few tapings. I think we all could agree to that as well. I mean, look. Consistency. Uh, it's yeah. the new controversy. <laughs> look, in any walks of life, life, consistency is key. You want to have a happy relationship? Be consistent. You want to be a good father? Be consistent. You want to have a good business? Be consistent. You want to be a good employee? Be consistent. Like that's literally the key to success for everything in life. But you forgot that I'd be consistently good. Right. And I well that's I mean mean, the NWA is generally consistently bad. (laughs) You remember all those motivational uh, posters that were so popular? Just hang in there. Yeah, they did a they did a series of what they called demotivation Uh, posters. God, they were great because they were honest. Like there was one that, you know, like quitters never win and winners never quit. But if you never win and you never quit, you're a moron. <laughs> and, you know, things like that. It was. Um, real quick, our pal, our, pal, our pal Anthony Idol says that uh, Idol versus Tyrus is the answer. So, uh, you know, I think he's ogling for a shot at that belt. Uh, you know. And not to get too sidetracked, because he is my pal, I am going to put him over for a second. I don't know why the NWA hasn't looked at a guy like Idol. He checks all the boxes. Charisma, got it. Six six foot plus, I think he's like six four, six five, maybe taller. He's jacked. He's a big wrestling dude. Like he's got muscles. You know, he's a guy that I would say that the NWA would be perfect for. Uh, the only maybe, thing I maybe they think they already have him. They just got Austin instead. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, kind of like when, it's kind of like when they hired when WWE hired the wrong uh, one-legged wrestler. Who was the other one besides Zach Gowan? I don't remember his name, but there was another one. I don't remember uh, that story. I wasn't really watching wrestling at that time, but I do remember a story that they hired the one, the wrong one. That everybody was like, one was a indie darling, and they went out and hired like just another indie guy. That happened to have one. Leg. You know the angels. Yeah, he didn't have a leg to stand on. Ha! I was going to make a baseball joke, but now no. Go it. ahead, go ahead, make a baseball joke. So the angels uh, went out and signed uh, Gary Matthews Jr. from the Texas Rangers, and he was awful. And then, like a season later, they signed Tory Hunter, and I think maybe they were just confused on center fielders because Tory Hunter Jr. or Tory Hunter was such a great center fielder and Gary Matthews Jr. was just known for one catch. Um, it wasn't a funny joke. Uh Jamie yeah, struck, you struck out with that one. Yeah. They, they can't all be homers. Uh Jamie Music Man says, "Here's a question. Do you guys think the NWA should have a weekly 2-hour show?" And they can't even do 1 hour right. Yeah, my answer to that is just what uh, just just what uh, Jaden said like no, they, they don't have one hour figured out right. If they could come up with a show, again, consistently good. If it's good every week, um, yeah, I, I, I could see that. But they're not there. And especially when they're taping, like, uh, you know, they're taping, like, uh, 
months of television in, in the span of two days. They, they, they can't really afford that until they can commit to, again, like what Luthes said, a consistent model. And as we would say, a consistently good model. Uh, maybe that's something that they could discuss down the road. But right now, like, I couldn't handle two hours of power. Like, what, 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 what are we going to get? More uh, more commercials from uh, Austin Idol again? I mean, well, Ricky Morton would be wrestling every week. Oh, Jesus. Don't. I don't wish that evil on anybody, Ricky Bobby. Um, but I mean, look, you know, here's the thing. And this is what we talked about earlier, you know, when we mocked the 20 year plan, or at least I mock it and Jaden mocks it. Jay, I think, bought into it in the early days. But, uh, you know, hmm? I still buy into it. I think he has a vision. Has he executed? No, but it's I not 2020. That's for sure. Well, but I mean, that's my point. Mr. McGoo has say, better vision than he does. It's one thing to say you have a vision. I mean, I've, I've always said I'm a person where words mean something. And they don't sure. just, they just don't interchange. A 20-year yeah. vision is one thing. And if you came out and said, I have a 20-year vision, I'd go, well, that's great. But when you go, I have a 20-year plan, that means something. That means you have, plans have steps, intermediate goals. You, you have things that you're supposed And so you're supposed to be here, there, whatever, and all this thing. And the claim after five years, oh, well, we're where we thought we would be. Really? Because I thought you were behind because of COVID. But, you know, they're like, oh, you know, you know, and they're five years into their plan, you know, which they are, by the way, I'm almost six, isn't it now? Yeah. And so, you know, we're down to a 14 years, that 20 year plan. But when the show is so inconsistent between TV tapings, I mean, and I'm not talking about just wrestlers or, or quality of matches, but just what they do. Yeah. I mean, in one TV taping, we've noted that, They've had some of their best shows and some of their worst shows in one set of tapings. And it's just like, I, I, I don't understand. They are so, it's, it, it, I think of when they talk about Vince McMahon running around the last minute, you know, last minute uh, tearing up scripts and ideas for Raw and SmackDown and making all these changes. The only difference, I feel like they never have the plan. They never have the original format and layout and everything like that. They just, you know, it's like they come to the tapings and Billy's like, well, this is what I want to do. And, you know, this is what I want to see. And and, and here's what we're going to do. And, uh, you know, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But it, sir, that's the way it comes across. I mean, you can say, no, he has thoughts and he has plans and everything like that. It, it doesn't come across that way. I mean, you know, Jaden, you've been watching the show the past couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, made it two weeks so far. It's a record for me in a while. Yeah. And so, I mean, does it does it really come across, across like they have a plan? I mean, when we get into the show, we'll talk about one of the Southern Six guys wrestling and, you know, what did it mean? And so we'll get into that when we we'll get into the show. I mean, but is there anything that you've watched in the last two weeks that you can say, this is what the NWA is. Here's their niche. This is their style. This is what they do. They do. They do bad TV. That's what. That's their style. But here's the thing: you don't even need a long plan 
there are many good bookers who book on the fly, who adapt continuously and change things and everything, but still do it well. There's a story out there back when Dutchman could still tell great stories. Not no um, When him and Eddie Gilbert were trying to plan out the thing, and Eddie Gilbert's like, okay, what are we going to do? And he has all this stuff written down and books and ideas and everything else and storylines planned out for the next six months. And Dutchman tells on the on the beach drinking. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, we're not, we're not, we're not there yet. And then Eddie's like an hour later. All right, man, what are we gonna do? And Dutch Mantel is in the uh, in the bar drinking. He's like, oh, no, we're not ready yet. And then they get to the building a couple hours before, and Eddie Gilbert goes, "What are we gonna do? I have all these ideas. I have this, and this." And then Dutch is like, you know, uh, yeah, we're not ready yet. About a, thirty minutes before the show, Dutch decides what he's going to do, and everything worked out really well. It was like it planned out, like he planned it all along. Just made up. There's people that can do that. Billy can't do either. Yeah, but I think that came from years of experience and dealing yes. with working with others. That's something yes. that's missing. That's something that's missing today. Billy's booking, but what great bookers has Billy worked with to get these things? Dave Marquez. Did he work uh, with them? Was he was Dave did Marquez he work with them or did they did or did Marquez work for him? Um yeah, that's probably it. Hey, yeah. um and what's I mean, was he a booker? I always was under the impression that Marquez had bookers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, look, uh, when Marquez was with uh, Billy, um, for, for Marquez, for his wrestling promotions, yeah, he's always had a a um, a booker, per se. It wasn't necessarily him doing the booking. Um, he has booked in the past, and you could see, like, you know, the time when Adam Pierce left and then Joey Ryan was briefly booking. I think shortly after that, uh, Angelo Trinidad and, and, and Dave Marquez uh, were booking, and then, then – uh, Johnny Yuma became the booker for there. And then Peter Avalon was booking. And it, yeah, I mean, and then I think the last booker they had, they, they have a new booker now, but the their last one was Aaron Stevens, who was there for a short time. And then uh, anyways, uh, let's get back to some more of the comments, if that's okay with you guys. Sure. Okay with that. Um, Tell me more to yell at. Our, our pal Anthony Idol says, I need a show like Joe Pedicino's This Week in Wrestling, a one-hour clip show of NWA happenings, including defenses in different territories. I mean, that they got the guy to do that right now. I mean, I'm saying Gary Horn could do that. That's what I would do. Instead of doing that, uh, their live stream that they do right now on, on Mondays, give Gary an hour and have him run clips from all the indie shows that their talent's defending titles on. Pro Wrestling This Week. Yeah. But then he had a bunch of independent territories back then that uh, not even independent, some some non-independent territories that could have television knew what to do and could send stuff. Yeah, but break it. Then, then don't do it for an hour. And and when you don't have content of title matches to show, put on a put a, interviews or clips from previous matches from the past. There's ways to make something like that work, and they've got the guy right there. We well, you know. The, the problem is then they'd have to recognize that things happen in other parts sure. of the wrestling world, which they only want to recognize things that happen in promotions they consider their equals or bigger. Yeah. I mean, look, look, I, I'm not going to be the tell you that all the NWA licensed promotions were great back in the day, either back in the Marquez Trobich era or back in uh, the Tharp era or anything like that. I don't, 
I'm not going to tell you that they were all great. Some of them weren't. Some of them were just normal independents. Mm -hmm. Some were okay. But, you know, I had a conversation with one of the top Lightning One guys at the time. And he trashed every single NWA license promotion of the past 10 years. Yeah. I mean, trashed them. They were horrible. They they didn't know what they were doing. They, you know, I can't believe we would never work with any of them. You know, it, even though at one time they told two of them they were willing to work with them. He's telling me, oh, we would never work with any of them. They're, they're just horrible and sad and pathetic. And so they do a title change on well, hardcore crap promotion. CZW, yeah. Yeah, there I was an area, and want to give them the not, Yeah, there was a crowd that did not want to see anything to do with the NWA, and wanted nothing at all to do with Nick Aldis, nothing all to do with Austin Idol, and especially they, despite all the good buildup, they hated Tim Storm even more so. Right. They wanted nothing. Those fans wanted nothing to do with that, and the, but because CZW had some name out there, they decided to try to steal their rub. You know what? I think I, I kind of disagree with you guys a bit on that. And I do have a little bit of backstory. They were looking for a venue that had a big event. Uh, Dave Marquez was part, for a brief time, was part ownership of Combat Zone Wrestling. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's why they chose it is because they knew that there would be a crowd there, a lot of bodies, and that's what they wanted. It was a world NWA world title match. You do that match in Hollywood you would have had a, a decent sized crowd, but I think there was a bigger crowd in combat zone wrestling. I think what they didn't realize that they didn't consider is that the crowd was going to shit all over it. No matter well, what. They're fucking idiots. Yeah. Fucking I mean, Stevie Wonder could have seen that. And we're both cursing. That tells you how stupid I mean, that is. Offense to Dave Marquez in that case. You're a fucking idiot. If you thought the crowd was going to react any differently, they did in combat zone wrestling. That was their whole thing. They are against anything that would be traditional style wrestling or WWE style wrestling or sports entertainment. They're a shit show. And to associate and to put on a five minute title match if it even went that long. Oh, I bet they're. We had a lot of people supporting us back when that thing came on. A lot of people shit that. Oh no! Look, I'm not disagreeing with you, but like you're 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 jumping on front of the show, Dave Marquez. I'm not. I hey, can't do that. I love hey, Dave. Dave's my guy. Hey, look, I give Dave credit when Dave deserves credit. I mean, just like always. If I say yeah. good things about Dave, I mean him. And, and the I, reason I'm, you know I and the reason you know I mean him is because I'll say bad things about Dave too. And I'm and I'm mostly just being silly. Hey, yeah, I know, I know. I let's know. get to some more comments because I no, no, I'm not done ranting yet. Well, you, you got to hurry up because you got like ten more minutes, and we got to move on. So anyway, my thing was they put on a four to five minute horrible show with an injury, totally unpromoted because it was a oh you said anytime. That, it was almost like a money in the bank cash in, except for they did it later in the, you know, a little bit later. We didn't just start there. And it it was a 
bad idea. They put up film from a camera phone and everything, and it it was trashed so bad. And then they're like, all of a sudden, they took the camera phone footage. Well, then all of a sudden, they said, well, we couldn't get the actual footage. There was something wrong with the actual footage from, you know, Combat Zone. So we, uh, we're not able to show that. And then they took down the the telephone footage and almost like rewrote history. They, they didn't talk anything about it. They didn't talk about how Tim Storm was was injured. They didn't talk about how long the match was or anything like that. It was, and you know, they did set up to do another angle for that title on the Combat Zone show, and you know. After that reception, everybody got a brain and said, no, let's not. And so there, now I'm done with my rant. Now I'm done, he says. All right. Um, so more of the comments. I want to get to the comments in the chat. And we're going to talk about uh, some of the, what's happening for the 75th. We'll review power and call it a night. Um, uh, real quick, uh, Dave Scooby says, Freddie Prince Jr. has a new wrestling streaming service. Yeah, and he's really going out there. He's being very active about acquiring uh, different wrestling promotions. I don't know that that's a good fit for the NWA because, again, they're trying to stand out. Like uh, what DK Jaden both said earlier, you know, right or wrong, Billy thinks he's a bigger deal than what uh, than, than being on a wrestling streaming service. He wants big, big, big uh, – exposure for his brand and he feels like because he's the lead singer of smashing pumpkins that that affords him that recognition so i don't think he'll be on freddie prince's uh streaming service and that's not to discredit any wrestling promotion that's going on that streaming service i just don't see the nwa going there i mean i think poyo put it best i think in the comment section one time she goes billy has the opportunity to talk to all the big ones yeah some of them want to talk to him just because he's billy corgan of Yep. Smashing pumpkins. Yep. Unfortunately, it doesn't necessarily translate into they actually want to give them a show. Right. <laughs> yeah. And 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 to be perfectly honest, and this is gonna sound maybe a little bit cruel because I do stand with the uh, WGA and the SAG AFTRA, and I, I do think that it's uh uh that that the working actors and writers of America deserve a lot better than what they're getting. Um, but I, I do believe that because uh Hollywood production has come to a halt, uh, that there's going to be greater opportunity for non-union uh, programming, uh, specifically pro wrestling. If you have a channel and you need content, fresh content, uh, I'm not saying that the NWA is perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm saying the NWA could certainly fill an hour weekly, um, you know, under the right set of circumstances. Uh well, I would hope part of any deal would be somebody else actually produces the show. I'm not yeah. talking about the wrestling, but I'm talking about the show. I mean, here, okay, I criticized Dave Marquez. Let me give Dave Marquez his props. You know, when Dave was there and uh, released Joseph Hutton and everybody, you couldn't argue with the production value. The production value of the NWA at that time was great. And my alarm's going off. And, uh, yeah, you, you can argue with the production value and stuff like that. It was, it was good. It, the show looked better than the actual show was. And so, 
you know, I'll certainly give props to that. And I would hope that if they did do a, whether it's with a major streaming company or minor streaming company or minor TV cable something company that uh, it would, whoever does it would take over production of it and, you know, produce a decent. I think if you get something like that, then you can get that consistent. Here's our place that we're going to film. Here's our filming schedule, you know, and everything like that. Would NWA on Tubi or Pluto be better than YouTube? I don't have Pluto and I only have Tubi because it comes with my Amazon Prime. So Tubi and Pluto are both free platforms, and I think they make their money on the advertising that they sell on the back end. Um, would it be a better deal than YouTube? I'm going to say probably not. Um, I don't. We, we keep talking about Dave Marquez like he's going to be on the podcast or something. But, uh, you know, Dave Marquez is somebody who has uh, has been producing pro wrestling for like 30 plus years. Uh, you know, Dave Scooby actually worked with Dave Marquez back in the old uh, World Legion wrestling days. And I've talked to him about, hey, you know, you have so much content that you've produced. I mean, just just championship wrestling from Hollywood has been on the air for a very, very long. Are you are you stepping out? Yeah, I have to step out for one minute. Championship wrestling. I took you off the screen. Sorry, DK. Did you... No, I was saying get Jaden back. Yeah, he disappeared too. Uh, I'll see you in a minute. Uh, Championship wrestling from Hollywood has been on TV for for decade for a decade. They have so much just raw footage of pro wrestling. If they went to a Pluto or uh, a, a, a Tubi, they certainly could fill out an hour week of programming. In fact. I've encouraged Dave to do that, uh, but what it would require is if you're going to if you're going to just show the old footage, um, you know, you, you, it's not a high demand for it. And you could chop up the footage and make it reusable today, but uh, again, a lot of that footage is is considered valuable to to Dave. He has a vault again that's thirty plus years with matches from guys like Scorpio Sky, uh, T.J. Perkins, Ryan Taylor. Um, Adam Pierce, uh, Christian Cage, uh, you know, there's there's a long list of guys that he's worked with in the past, Samoa Joe, and any of these guys uh, could be beneficial down the road to keep that that footage private for now. So, uh, but but yeah, I mean, in the in the grand scheme of things, uh, Jaden, you know a lot about TV and film and all that good stuff. Uh, do you think that you know a program on Pluto or Tubi would be better? than having the YouTube uh, service? No. <laughs> I know you want more uh, explanation. The, the other part to that, too, is, um, and I'm sure you, you would agree with this, everyone on their phone has YouTube. If you yeah. have a smart TV, YouTube is usually on it. Your computer can access YouTube, your tablet, your notebook, whatever. Tubi requires an app, no. Uh, Pluto, I know you could you could watch Pluto on your computer, uh, you could download it on your phone, but it's not like a pre-installed thing. It's something you have to go pursue. Uh, again, I just don't know. Um, you know, we're monetized here on YouTube, but I guarantee you our numbers are nowhere near the numbers that uh, the NWA is earning currently. And, uh, you know, if it makes sense for them, I don't know that you would change it. I don't know that Pluto or Tubi could offer them more. 
Yeah, maybe if you only took advantage of some of those uh, YouTube numbers and stuff, and when you went to the tapings and the pay-per-view, you brought signs that mentioned the Alliance guys and alliance-wrestling.com and get some cheap plugs. You know, we're maybe at... Maybe a big, big, long banner since there's a bunch of you standing together now. Oh, there's going to be... Uh, we're going to be front row representing the Alliance uh, on night one, and uh, night two, I, I wasn't able to get a front row, but we're, we're going to be second row. So there'll be a, you know, there'll be a nice looking uh, bunch of uh, handsome men and women wearing the Alliance uh, gear and, and hopefully. Yeah. That. And you guys are going to be there too. You son of a bitch. Uh, all right. Let's go. More comments. Um, Berluca was there, right? There's at least one. Who'd you say? Berluca. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> one one day we, uh, a few days ago we were doing the live stream for the uh, the pre party and Reluca was in the chat and Fiona was in the chat Mandy was in the chat uh, Polka Dot Pam was in the chat and I'm like wow YouTube's not going to know to think there's four women in the show right now what's going on um, so uh, a new probably think uh, they probably would have thought they were bots and GCW is not great. <laughs> A new viewer is uh, the real tight spot. Uh, thanks for checking us out today. He's watching us on twitch.tv at the Alliance blog. Uh, he's a GCW fan. He says it's great. And Impact has some great shows too. You know, I've heard Impact is great. I- I've heard that it's so much better right now than it was just even a few years ago. The problem is it's number one, you can't really find it on, on regular cable. It's, it's becoming increasingly difficult to find like that. Everyone has uh What's it? Is it Anthem? Is that the channel? I think Anthem is the one that owns it, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, it used to be HDNet. Yeah, it used to be HDNet, but it has a different name now, and I, I don't know what it is. But it, it's they're not they're not an easy channel to find. And then like so, you can watch it on YouTube, but I think you have to uh, pay for the subscription. So it gets you know there's a pay window behind it, which is completely understandable. But like if you're not into the product already, like you know. It's a hard sell. What are you uh, worried about? Nobody can see asked, Impact. He also asked where Zicky Dice is going. Now, we know Zicky Dice was an Impact. He, along with uh, Nick Aldis, uh, left the uh, company just uh, just recently. Um, he uh, Zicky Dice, he has been competing in United Wrestling Network, both in Memphis and Championship Wrestling, presented by CarShield. I don't know where if, if he's officially going, but... I imagine he's probably just going to be working more indie dates and working uh, those dates with, you know, the United Wrestling Network. Uh, Chris says the NWA can be on Pluto on the wrestling channel. And again, I, I just don't think that's something Billy's interested in doing. Um, I feel like, again, in Billy's mind, and this is just an assumption because I don't really know. I don't talk to Billy, but I, I believe that Billy feels that he's bigger than that. If while you have Pluto TV there, there is a Godzilla channel you could watch. Ooh, Godzilla. Yeah. Mostly uh, the older whoa. Godzilla movies it's and uh, and the some of the I think the Godzilla cartoon. I even think the um Funkodactyl. He wasn't even a Funkodactyl, he was the Funkosaurus. And then uh speaking of Godzilla, there's a there's a kaiju I wish would fall into a volcano. But um you could also <laughs> get, could also get like the the Cartoon based off of the 90, 98 Godzilla, the, which was way com- better than the movie. There's a comic book coming out, and I don't remember who the responsible party was, but I think it's like the Avengers versus Godzilla versus King Kong, or maybe it might be the Justice League. I don't remember exactly, but 
you might be having to, to go pick up uh, some comic books again. Oh, by the way, Impact was on Axis. I think I heard you guys ask. Axis, yeah. yeah we that's we, it. We couldn't get to Axis. We kept, I said Anthem. Jane said HDNet. I knew it, well, that wasn't right. Well, the action, <laughs> it's, it's one of those weird things. The actual name of the company, you know, it's like going back and things, you know, Jim Crockett promotion stuff. The actual name of the company is Anthem Wrestling Exhibitions LLC. And, they go by a trade name of Impact Wrestling. And they were formerly Total Nonstop Action slash TNA Wrestling, which started as NWA Total Nonstop Action slash TNA Wrestling, where they once had dancing girls in cages. I used to call it Total Nonsense Wrestling. There, uh, The chat is blowing up, and I'm not going to be able to get to everything because you guys are just... Uh... Just popping off good ones. They're doing well, that too, but there's there's a lot of comments in here, and we just can't make get some to comments. Them. Let's see okay. some comments. If you weren't so slow, we'd have them done already. Uh, hey man, I missed Tuesday as I lost power for a while, so barely made the NWA show. Though, if all this is in the WWE, I would laugh at as the thought had freezing hiring thing as Colby came back, even Matt Cardona. I, I think he was referring to uh, all this was rumored to be going to the WWE. But uh, so was Colby Carino, and that didn't happen. Uh, uh, Thez calls uh, Aldous Pierce 2.0. That would be an interesting conversation that I wish I was on the a fly on the wall to hear. Dow says, Tiffany Stratton already is the champion of NXT. She's the best thing going today. Woo. Though I thought they were ruining it, bringing in all the WWE guys, shaving, shoving them. Having them winning titles. Having them win. Because uh, Dominic just won the North American title. I thought that's actually real quick. I think that's a brilliant move. I think that the titles in the WWE should not be restricted to brand. I think they should change the NXT world title into like a world television title or something of that sort, because what you shouldn't you, NXT is supposed to be in a, a developmental brand. That's fine, but their champions don't have to be developmental champions. And if Dom wins the North American Championship. I mean, there's no nothing stopping, perhaps. Well, like you, a, you can make a good argument that Dom should be on a developmental show. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I'm saying, like, you know, why not have uh, 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 Austin Theory go to NXT and defend the uh, U.S. title, or or uh, Walter? What do they call him now? Not Walter. Uh, no, Walter. He. Oh, oh no. Uh, it was Walter. Now he, it's Walter. Uh... What's, you know, what's stopping Guther going down there and beating the crap out of somebody? You know, I, I, I think that would be more interesting. And you get well, like Seth these... Rollins did defend the world title down there. Yeah. And his whole his whole shtick is like, this is the true like workman's championship. But I'm saying, let anyone go anywhere. What, you know, put Austin Theory on SmackDown, put Austin Theory on Raw. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's all trivial bullshit, anyways. Give me the best wrestling. That's all. Okay. Getting back to real quick, unpopular opinion. I like the name Gunther better than Walter. The only thing is, Walter was first. If Gunther would have been first, it would have been a better choice. Yeah. Well, I think he was already so big and famous and even known in NXT as Walter when they changed it. Uh, I mean, yeah, as Walter when they changed it to Gunther. I think that yeah. would people crazy. If they just would have gave him Gunther, I do think it's a better name. Walter, I still think of the old puppet in, uh, for, Jeff, for Jeff Foxworth. Not Jeff Foxworth. Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. Uh, 
James H. Jackson says, we are not negative. We just want better for the NWA. That's true, man. Exactly, man. Uh, We're not going to take it. We want a better NWA. When do we want it? Now. Let's go on strike. Yeah. Uh, Dow says, personally, I think the TV women title was a mistake. Even the tags, tag one sort of iffy. Yet uh, was quoted on this channel saying about not having a TV title unless on TV, only to have two of them. And that's referring to Billy Corgan. Uh, you know, he did that. Uh, that was uh, the, before the Crockett Cup in 2019. Uh, he he and James Cornette, Billy and James, sat down as a VIP meet and greet. Someone asked about bringing back the TV title, and he said, you, you can't have a TV title without TV. I think that they loosely define power as their television, even though it's not on TV. Um, yeah, well, this is one of the things we lost when we lost Lagana. Because Lagana was so anti lots of talk. And so, you know, he, he mocked it and he didn't want a TV title at, at all. And so it was it was interesting when that one came in. And then, of course, after he left. I mean, look, the world women's tag team belts were made up specifically for the uh, empower pay-per-view and I don't think they really had any plan with them beyond that. Yeah, I'm, I disagree. I think that was always part of their 20-year plan. Not oh. the sarcasm. I'm sorry. I, 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 I yield to you on that one, Jake. <laughs> yeah, it was always part of their 20-year plan. More comments. Uh, Jamming Music Man asked, did Nick Aldis beat Tim Storm for the NWA title on an episode of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood? Actually, no. Nick lost to Tim Storm on an episode of Championship Wrestling uh, from Hollywood in a t- in the NWA World Title match. Um, huh? Yes, Nick Aldis beat Tim Storm in Sewell, New Jersey, at the Restella's Kid Complex, and the event that pretty much cost CZW that building. And if it wasn't for a contract, they would have been kicked out before that event even ended. Um, there's a there's a lot more uh, comments about uh, Wow being bigger than the NWA. I don't I, look. I'm not going to say that one is bigger than the other. I think Jeannie Buss, uh, who is part owner with David McLean, and have the uh, you know the financial backing of essentially the the re- group responsible for the Lakers. I think uh, it could be. I think they they put their investment into the company and and they're running it as they would. It's on. It's seen more on TV than the NWA is. Obviously, if you ask internet wrestling fans. Which is a slow, uh, a small majority of wrestling fans. Um, excuse me, a, a small minority of wrestling fans. I think more people are watching WOW every week than they are watching the NWA. You know, if you go look at the NWA YouTube channel right now, uh, their title match, uh, their, their show that this happened this week with uh, two TV title matches has twenty-two thousand views. I bet you, if you go look through the Nielsen's. Uh, with all the different markets that are showing, wow, I bet you they have more than 22,000 people. Um, whether that you think that's fair to say that or not, doesn't really matter. I just I think that's the God honest truth. Well, I mean, uh, it's fair when you talk about exposure, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that wow is better. I mean, I think wow is kind of a watered down product. There's a few great stars on that show. There's there's good talent. But I think uh, you'll see a better women's match on the NWA than you will in wow. Um, They're again saying my argument that there's too many promotions out there and not enough good enough talent. Imagine if you had all the women wrestlers from Impact and Wow and NWA, everybody that's good and everywhere, and made a one real women's promotion or maybe part of a major promotion. Then you'd have something. 
maybe be able to hold on to some of your talent. Yeah. You know, it, but I think, look, when you start arguing what's bigger, WOW or NWA or N- MLW or, you know, Joe's Crab Shack promotional wrestling or whatever, that's like looking in an anthill and going, well, I think that ant is bigger than that ant. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Uh, it doesn't matter. Unless you're the Pink Panther, then you see dead ant. 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 You should have joined us. In the- hey, Jay, what happened on Power this week? We'll get to that. Um, real Will quick. We? Let's, Are you sure? Let's, uh, hopefully. Let's talk a little bit about the NWA 75th. Obviously, uh, the big news of this week is that tickets went on sale on Tuesday. Now, I did a little research. I did a little digging, and there's something kind of interesting. Uh, you know, you would think, you know, as much as we criticize the NWA, you would think, like, okay, maybe maybe this isn't going to be a good pay-per-view. Maybe it's not going to be attended well. Uh, I'm not saying it's the Alliance guys that drove these numbers to the pay-per-view, but I know we got our tickets, and there's going to be a them. Great- <laughs> no, they're, 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 the tickets are actually moving pretty fast. So uh, by by um, the I, I don't remember the website that's selling the tickets. Uh, I'll look it up real quick. But when you go to buy your tickets, obviously it's very similar to Ticketmaster. Uh, you know, it, it's the oh, it is Ticketmaster. Okay, even even better. So when you go to the Ticketmaster that. website, they show you what's available in terms of seating. Uh, and and uh, you know, I, I did the math. There's, it's a it's a nine hundred and six. Uh, chair stu- uh, uh, venue. So there's going to be uh, 906 people if they sell out. Well, that, that'll that fill the venue. And, uh, you know, I broke down how many people are sitting in which... And that'll be bigger than 73. Yeah. Well, so right now, they so there's 906 seats available. Or that's what it was when the tickets went on sale. Currently, there are only 208 tickets left for night number one. And for night number two, there's 216, which begs the question, like, they're going to do at least 700. If those are all sold tickets and not just put aside, but if they sold all those tickets, that means they're going to have two nights of at least 700 people at that show, which is going to be a far bigger crowd than there was for uh, 312. And, and, and both maybe, nights combined couldn't, fit, couldn't fill the arena. Go ahead. Well, this venue, it could. Yeah, I meant the ECW arena or the oh. Alhambra oh, okay. or the or the yeah, twenty no, three hundred arena. Sure, and you're and that's and that's a fair observation. But what I'm saying is it's an upward tick, and that the the NWA desperately needs the, an upward tick. Well, you know, the, the if they want to they want a fighter's chance. They got to be start. They got to punch up and not down. Well, first time they went to St. Louis, they were selling about that was Aldous Murdoch. Aldous Murdoch. Murdoch won the title and was actually a storyline that had been running. Uh, you know, they sold 800 and some tickets. And I think that was also the Empower. And so they they ended up, I think, selling out both nights or really close if they didn't. Yeah. And it, it was 800 and some tickets. Now, last year's uh, was... Was it close? It was only like 600, wasn't it? It was less. I mean, you know, they, they cordoned off the thing. They did not sell as many tickets. And that was one of the things that Nick Aldis had pointed out. That was one of the... I just hope the dark matches that they filmed this year uh, 
we don't get an hour long uh, pre-show. You know what I mean? Like they, they did that for uh, Crockett Cup, and I, I just couldn't wrap my head around that. Why would you hour have half. Huh? Hour and a half the first night. Yeah, the, the, the pre-show should be maybe 30 minutes, maybe, right? Uh, but like uh, you, you could have taken those matches and filmed stuff that could have been useful for us to watch on power the following weeks instead of seeing uh, Billy Corgan talk about what he liked about uh, the Crockett Cup. Um, Luther says it's a different setup for 74. Uh, that and that's that you're, you're probably right. Uh, this will be a different setup, but um, look, I think that's promising. It's been the tickets went on sale yesterday at uh, 10 a.m. Central Time, 8 a.m. on the West Coast, 3 or 11 a.m. on uh, the East Coast, and they've sold what it looks like about a thousand tickets already for two nights. I think that's a, that's a huge victory for them. Um, and I hope that you know, they continue to sell the tickets. And when you look at the roster, you look at some of the matches that they announced and that they're going to be announcing, um, it's starting to come together. And uh, let me see if I can pull up the matches that I have here. Uh, oh, they did not come up. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Um, While you're pulling it up, anybody think that maybe with that more exposure of actually being on YouTube helped the ticket sales any? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... I do. I don't know how many people were watching it on on uh that's five. that's that's night one by the way. And you can see like the gray dots are the unavailable uh, seats, the blue dots are what's available. Uh night blue two dots are interesting places. Yeah. Night two, 216 available. Now this was as of earlier today. That these numbers can be even different now. Um but I did. I did do the research. Well, well, look. I, I want them to sell out, and I've said about them. It hasn't always held true, but I've said about them that their pay per views are better than their TV tapings. And we agree yeah. to that. You know, um, al- almost always. Now, doesn't mean all their pay per views have been good. But it just it just means that they almost always put out a better thing. And so that's like know, saying. Yeah, that's like saying getting punched in the face is getting better than is better than being punched in the nuts. Well, I mean, I have enjoyed the most. I thought you were going to say you enjoy getting punched in the nuts. <laughs> no, that's you. And she told me that you're asking way too much money for it. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I'm hoping that the. I want the pay-per-view to sell out and I want the pay-per-view to be good. And typically they, they do that. I just wish that the TV tapings that tended to follow <laughs> were as good. We'll, we'll have to wait and see about that. But um, again, the ticket sales, uh, at least to me, I think are promising. Um, and then uh, I have some of the matches here as graphics. So we could talk about that real quick. Of course, um, the main event that's going to be for night number two has been announced. And sorry that the graphic isn't as good as I thought it was. Tyrus versus EC3. Actually, it looks better on the other screen. Maybe it looks fine on everyone else's screen. Uh, that's going to be headlining night number two. Uh, night number one will be headlined by uh, Natalia Markova versus Camille. Uh, that's also, uh, you know, that's a rematch from uh, the Crockett Cup. Uh, then uh, we know that on night number one, La Rebellion will defend the tag team titles against Blunt Force Trauma. 
And then on night number two, the winner of this match defends against Murnox. Um, and then some other matches that have been announced. Uh, we already knew that Kerry Morton was going to be defending the title. Um, I, I don't know what night that is going to be on, but he's defending the Junior Heavyweight Championship against Colby Carino. And then this is where these are some matches that haven't been announced. Or I guess they did this too. Uh, Matt Cardona returns to the NWA and has an open challenge. Um, so those are the matches that have been announced on TV, um, the appearances and all that good stuff. Now, here's what we haven't seen yet is that uh, uh, Homicide returns to the NWA to take on Joe Alonzo, which I think that's going to be a great matchup. Uh, Joe Alonzo and, and Homicide, I think, can have a great match. This is the one that you guys are not going to like because I don't like it. Through Billy Silas Mason with, with uh, Poyle Damar will be challenging Kratos and Odinson, otherwise known as the gods of war, in a triple threat match where winner take all the national heavyweight championship. I don't mind that. I don't mind any of them as national champion. I So, okay, so the reason why I don't like this matchup and the only reason why I don't like this matchup is we just saw Silas Mason lose to EC3 for the second time in, in a month, right? He lost at the Crockett Cup. Then he lost at the TV tapings. Both maybe times. He's next, maybe he's the next national champion. See, I think that's bad booking. It is, but it's <laughs> that's Philly booking. I'm arguing. We're just talking yeah. about <laughs> I, Well, see, like if, if 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 this was the Jason Wrestling Federation, then what we would have done is uh, I would have had you would have hired me to book. I got you. Go ahead. Maybe, but we, we definitely what we wouldn't have had was have Thrillbilly in this matchup at all. And, and perhaps Throbilly gets the top opportunity to wrestle for that title at hard times. And maybe at hard times, Daddy, is when he would win that national champion to build up for a world championship run at the next event. I don't agree. I also think it's stupid that the two tag team wrestlers who have been a team for a while are part of it. And they haven't won any singles matches, which probably means that Billy's breaking them up. Maybe. Well, yeah, because uh, I don't think Billy had, Billy doesn't like tag teams. That's very obvious. If if you had to predict that the winner of that match, who do you see going over? It'll be if the least he, likely, so it'll be Odinson. I actually know based on Billy's book, and it would be it would be uh, Silas. DK. Uh, probably Kratos. I lean towards the idea of it's going to be Thrill Billy because he, now he can put the title on Thrill Billy without him having to be EC3. Yeah. Which is what I don't think. I think the problem was I don't think he wanted him to be EC3. And so then it was like, well, how do we put the title on Thrill Billy? Well, EC3 just gives up the title. And so, I, yeah, I mean, I th that's, that is a. That's something I would believe as a way of thinking of Billy's booking. Yeah. It, honestly, I will not be surprised in any way, shape, or form, whoever comes out. I mean, to, I mean, I say there's a 33 and a third percent chance, you know, like the odds would suggest that any of them will come out as champion because I can see Billy having logic for, I can see Billy logic for any of them. Now, who would I put the title on? I'd probably put the title on Kratos. I think that would be uh, not a bad bet. I, I don't know. Like uh, Again, who do I think they're going to put the belt on? I agree with you guys. They're going to put it on Thrill Billy. Just wish they wouldn't. To be well, honest. 
here's one reason why I think they might not. Poyo's coming out with them. As it's advertised. Yeah. Obviously, they've been teasing Ascension. So. Uh, yeah, but he could win. Poyo raises his hand and he clotheslines her. Yeah. And that could happen. Again, I'm not going to. I could see. Now, this is better booking than Billy does. So I'm not saying I believe this is what's going to happen. Would you have Chap GPT do it? I, I think they might do better. I think uh, I think you could put the title on Kratos, parentheses, Odinson, by having them pin Thrillbilly, where Thrillbilly blames Poyo again, and they finally break that relationship. Hmm. At, you know, as the Southern Six come out or something like that. Because, yeah, because why not take the group that got themselves over as super baby faces and as charismatic talents and completely take everything away that got them over? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, That's a Billy Corgan away. Exactly. So I, I could, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we'll talk some about that. Comment. We'll talk some about that when we get to uh, power. Because there was some something I didn't like that they did there. We'll talk about that. So, there was a lot I didn't like, and I'll talk about it because I got a big mouth. You, yes, you do, and we like you for it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of see that, and then you get kind of have like a Kratos, you know, a Kratos Southern Six feud, where Thrillbilly's your your person to go after Kratos finally to win the title. Uh, again, that's a little more complicated than I think Billy thinks. So it would certainly be better booking than Billy normally comes up with. But uh, you're free to steal it, Billy, if you want it. Uh, we're going to take off now. Jaden, uh, I know that, uh, you know, there's some uh, some potential shows coming up. Excuse me. Some no. Events coming up. But there might be an event coming up. Dr. Zirconium signed something. Can you talk Man, about I it? even called you out on it. I know. <laughs> but um, August 6th. Glassboro, New Jersey. Dog is once again taking part of the charity event Pause for the Cause. I'm not exactly sure this time what the cause is for this time, but it, every year they do a different thing. They try to support last year was autism. Uh, find out more when I, I guess when I find out more. But it's something, it's a really good thing. I'd like it, it's a free event. Anybody can come. And there'll be a lot of great wrestlers and Daredevil Dave Dahl there. <laughs> And that's going to be in Glassboro? In Glassboro, New Jersey. I forget the exact field. I know it's not Owens Field. But um, there's a maybe even it's Owens Field. I don't know. But it's free. And there's going to be police trucks and fire trucks and helicopter. The police helicopter is going to be there. And bouncy houses. and Face painting? Uh, what was that? Face painting? There will be face painting. Hopefully this time I don't get in trouble because Patch decides he wants to go play in the bouncy house. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, I'm sure we'll have time to talk about this more next week. Uh, of course, visit dogprowrestling.com uh, or visit their YouTube channel. A lot of great content is always going up on that channel. And uh, hit, comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. 
for uh, that page because again, it's it's good quality wrestling. I think if you if you enjoy what we enjoy here on this podcast, I think you'll enjoy uh, the wrestling you'll see there. But we're gonna wrap it up now. Uh, of course, Tuesday we'll be back with the pre party. Wednesday, the other guys, and then, of course, we'll be here on Thursday doing something. Um, thank you guys for hanging oh. out. Yeah, this is what happens. I watch a pay-per-view, DK oversleeps, I watch Power, and we don't even get to, to review it. I should just stop watching NWI. I'd be smart again. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, we're going to call it a night. Have a good night, guys. Until next time. Oh, I need to get the video up. Oops. See, look at me. I got, I'm got. i so ready to go. Oh, real do? quick. See that shirt yeah, that Jay's wearing? Buy that shirt! You get that uh, uh, on the dogprowrestling.com website. Check that out, too. All right, guys. We'll see you next time at the matches. Thanks for joining the stream. This has been a presentation of alliance-wrestling.com. We genuinely appreciate your support. Would you consider subscribing so you'll never miss a future episode? I'd also like to remind you we do a live stream every Tuesday at 5 p.m. for NWA Power. You can find us on social media at The Alliance Blog. And until next time, we are The Alliance.